reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are looking at uh, Doom Patrol number five from February 2010. Doom Patrol volume four, five? Is it volume five already? Mm, Let's see. We've got Silver Age volume one, then... And the Copperberg Morrison one, which is two. The Arcudi, which is three. three. The Burn, which would be four. four. So, yeah. yeah. So, we're on five. Dang. <laughs> Doom Patrol, volume five, number five. I know. It's as bad as a Legion over in this thing. <laughs> exactly. Do they, uh, yeah, they don't tell us in the uh, the back page what volume it is. They used to do that, didn't they? Yeah, well, back when there was Indicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they need Indicia anymore since they're never uh, delivered to <laughs> non- Direct market. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Wait, no. Here is way well, at the bottom. Way at the small, back, small but, print. but it's yeah. They still don't list volume. It's just not anymore. No. Doom Patrol five. Well, yeah, they used to, but they don't anymore. I guess. Yeah. This doesn't matter. There you go. Nobody this cares. <laughs> except. Except, except us. those of us digging through. That's right. That is right. Okie doke. So we've got. Blackest Night Part 2 here. We've got uh, the cover by Justiniano. And oh, yeah. Yeah, he's doing a great cover. we got poor old Stumpy getting... Yeah. <laughs> getting stump-a-sized. <laughs> getting choked by uh, little Arani Calder there. Zumbarani. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. And that is her for sure. She's got him by the neck. She's hanging on to him and... And uh, we've got little uh, computer view screens kind of at the bottom of the page there showing what everyone else is involved in. Mostly getting their asses beat. That is right, which is right where we left off. Yes. All righty, so diving in, we've got a story by Keith Giffen. We've got art by our guest artist, Justin Yano, and Livesay is the anchor. I really liked. I like him too. He can guest spot again because I like his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. I think I remember him doing stuff on... Teen Titans or something, and maybe I liked it. I liked it, and I like it here too. It's good. He's got a good, uh, got lots of energy. Yeah, energy, energy. Alrighty, so we're opening up on Oolong Island, and uh, Cliff Steele has just come face to face with uh, his dead zombie self. Scooped <laughs> <laughs> out brain bucket. That's right, empty head, but. Uh, Zombie Cliff is uh, duking it out with Metal Man Cliff. Cliff there. That's right. That's right. Long time no see, old buddy, old pal. And Cliff is still like, this can't be. This cannot be happening. I'm, I'm not. Uh, this just doesn't compute. <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. I like that by the second panel, he's like, all right, pull it together, Steve. You seem weird in this. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Put it all in perspective. Zombie me is is uh, probably way down there on the list of weird things exactly. I've seen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's he's reconciled himself now to uh, duking it out with himself and 
and uh, as Zombie Cliff kind of steps over him, he, uh, he Cliff grabs Zombie Cliff, and they kind of throw down for a little bit, and uh, with a big bam, Cliff kind of punches through uh, Zombie Cliff's face there, which is all kinds of cool. <laughs> yeah, the hand goes right through the face, and then we get a little flip, 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 and Zombie Cliff explains, you know, you might try showing a little respect for the old meat wagon here, for old time's sake. You know what I mean? Because clearly it looks like uh, a fist punch through the head is not going to be enough to stop this dude. <laughs> and Luckily, Robot Man has more to come. That's right. He's ripping off arms. He's slicing right through the body. He's just tearing right into uh, into Zombie Cliff there and going wild, pulling him to pieces. Two pieces. In the background, though, we've also got uh, Larry and... What's her name? I want to say Natasha, but that's not it. Valentina. Valentina. Valentina, the uh, negative woman. Negative woman and negative man are duking it out, and then their negative beings are... are uh, doing battle too so negative mans and negative womans well, zombie negative womans zombie negative Spooky womans zombie that's right <laughs> are both out there and, just in time for Halloween that's right woo and they're uh, zorching it up all over the place getting all entangled and that's a great splash page that's right yeah they kind of look like they're squishing together with little green bubbly energy going on between yeah it's cool it is cool. Alrighty, and we get more of that in the next page. We get lots and lots of the two zombie negative creatures just gazorching all over the place. And as they're kind of squished together, merging, melting together, the two creatures kind of go right through Valentina. and right into, right into her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, she's not sure how... Uh, how well she's liking that. She's kind of all twisty and twitchy. and uh, A little bit too full of the old negative. That's right. There's a little too much there. And uh, and uh, I was going to say well, Veggie Cliff. <laughs> but uh, Zombie Cliff is like, now that was just plain rude. <laughs> and Cliff is like, I got a feeling you ain't seen nothing yet. And sure enough, uh, Negative Man comes zooming out of Negative Woman, Zombie Negative Woman there. She explodes, connection severed, says the little black ring, and she is down for the count. Yeah. Yes. Connection severed. That's right. No more zombie Val. That's right. One down, three to go. <laughs> now we get the point of view of, I guess it's, yeah, it's Cliff, zombie Cliff here, and he, uh, he looks on Larry, and Larry is total willpower right now. He's all green and... Mm -hmm. And uh, Cliff is just gray. He's got no, they've got no emotional connection with Cliff right now. Poor, uh, Cliff. poor Cliff, no emotion. He spends all his time, you know, suppressing that stuff. That's so. right. It's mulched down way, 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 way down. All right, so they, uh, they have like a little threesome there. Cliff and Larry and Zombie Cliff start duking it out again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and this is kind of the interesting point there. As they're as they're battling, uh, Cliff says to Larry that uh, I don't think he can pull that stunt again. And Larry's like, "What stunt? What are you talking about?" And Cliff realizes, "Yeah, I didn't think so," which is kind of a clue that uh, 
there's more or there's less to Larry than we had uh, than we known going before. On yeah, yeah. The negative creature is either acting independently of Larry or or is acting sometimes independently of Larry. Either way, he some, could just be answering ironically, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He oh, well, and that wouldn't that be. Kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. He is. Uh, then we switch scenes and we go to Niall's lab on Oolong Island and, and uh, Arani is looking at him and, and he's all yellow and orange, the colors of avarice and fear. And uh, and she's uh, she's telling him, I, Arani, decide, take you, Niall's Calder, for my lawful husband to have and to hold from this day forward. And uh, suddenly she realizes that they're not alone. And she turns around, and we get uh, the black hole guy. Yay, Lederhosen man. <laughs> he comes wandering in, and there's all this energy and stuff swooshing around, and he's just kind of, you know, shouldn't you be green? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and while Arani is distracted, Niles uh, tells black hole dude, encase her now. And, uh, and that's exactly what he does. He uses his little... Uh, force field bubble. Force field and- bubble, and... Wraps her up. Yeah. And Arani Trapped is, like a bug. That's right. She is not happy. She's like, no, no, he's mine. He swore till death, till death do us part. Hmm. And uh, Black Hole Dude is, hmm, he's all scientific, as as he always has been. Yeah. He's like, he's studying oh, her. That's right. He's studying the colors. He's realizing she's a variant of the Green Lantern Corps. And uh, then we get like a little... Uh, computer blurb from Omnipedia, which gives you anything you needed to know about the Green Lanterns and the power rings and the, the little energy field for those of you who may not have been following the Blackest Night or weren't aware of what was involved with the Green Lantern. Giffen drops in just a little, just enough to to give you what you need to know for this story. And then off we go back into the, uh, the lab there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd have gotten here sooner, says the black hole guy, but uh, the directions given by the one called Larry proved most inadequate. <laughs> and uh, Ranny is just continuing to uh, do her little marriage rant. Let no man tear asunder. Release me. He's mine. And uh, black hole guy is all about the, He's the just grammar. He's just dancing with his hands behind his back. He's That's right. <laughs> He's like a kid with, uh, like a praying mantis, one of those jars with um, magnifying glass on top. Checking it out. That's exactly. Is this what all of your kind, all of your kind's matings end up? This fractious, this form harbors deep resentment towards its former. <laughs> Chief has uh, had enough. He's like, if you're finished, <laughs> gratitude, noun, the quality of being thankful, hmm. Hmm. readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. My error. Thank you, Dr. Calder, for allowing me access to your... <laughs> Our chief is like, that's not what I meant. How long can you hold her? And uh, we realize that he says, well, that depends. And that depends on on uh, the stress, the form. He's talking about Arani here. Her psionic stress tolerances. He's not sure exactly how... No, he's, he's actually... Oh, he's talking about himself. About yeah, he's not stuff, sure yeah. how uh, how long or how... How, how much he can hold, yeah. Whole, uh, <laughs> That's right. He's still kind of new to it as uh, as a new super creature. A metahuman. That's right. And Chief says, you know, I would just as soon as rather not be here when she breaks free. And uh, 
Black Hole Guy says, well, distance could significantly impact my ability to hold her. And the chief says, well, we're leaving now. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, if you insist. <laughs> and off they go. And we go to visit with Rita and Joshua Clay Tempest. Rita is all expanded, and she's buried under a ton of rubble, and uh, <laughs> Joshua is just walking away on her face there, gloating all the time. <laughs> He's starting at her forehead and working his way down. This can't come as a surprise to you. It's all in the name, after all. Doom Patrol. Shrink if you've got a mind to. I can keep the debris from crushing you long enough to... And that's when uh, the Oolong Island patrol, security the security team, team yeah. come in, and they're like, freeze! They've got guns on them, and they're, they're telling them one false move, and they, they'll, they'll shoot them to pieces. And Josh is just kind of giggling. Oh, the cavalry to, comes to rescue the damsel in despair dress and he uh, takes a quick peek at them and he sees that they're scared and angry and full of will and it's like a veritable smorgasbord of emotions and he's getting ready to just chow down on that but he's not really watching where he's walking and at this point he's right over top of Rita's lips so she does a great big inhale sucks him in <laughs> and then spits him out flying <laughs> that's just funny <laughs> he goes zooming through the forest and lands with a big clump and he's like cute real cute bimbo serves me right for trying to be nice and uh, just when he gets prepared to do another big zappo uh the oolong island robot patrol i guess <laughs> so, just a uh, per perimeter uh defense <coughs> or something like that. yeah they look like little tripods without yeah. the tripart <laughs> little lamp posts with laser guns come popping out of the ground and start blasting them, blasting them to pieces. Um, and Rita is, she's telling the, the science squad there to, they need to get clear. They're not sure what's going on, but she's like, you just need to get clear. <laughs> and then she's mumbling to herself, I am so sick and tired of being defined by men. Uh-huh. And she starts to grow even bigger, and as she grows, she just kind of pushes all the debris away, and she's mumbling about all the men that have done her wrong over the years, the chief, her pervert of an ex-husband, and now a dead man. It ends right here, right now, no more, and with a great big crunch, she, she is, is free. Woman, hear her roar? <laughs> that's right, that's right, get some, uh, not Lynn Redgrave, Lynn, what's her name? Who sings that song? That woman song? What? Uh, I don't know. It was on the Muppets one year. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. I can almost see it. I can almost picture her. She's singing. Oh, it doesn't matter. Pop culture reference? <laughs> That's right. Connection severed. Boom. Oh. <laughs> and Murray collapses <laughs> into pop culture obscurity. Someone out there will know. I'm sure some Muppet master will know exactly who I'm talking about. Lynn Redgrave? Lynn, I don't know, cheapers. That's going to bug me all night. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out someday. <laughs> Rita goes running off, and the squad uh, just kind of watches her go. They're like, should we back her up? And they're like, well, we don't really have a choice. And someone else says, yes, you really do. The chief comes bursting in, <laughs> floating in a little force bubble with the uh, later hosen guy. 
Unless I'm greatly mistaken, your option should be along shortly. And then in the background we have uh, Arani she bursting through. Arani. That's right, she's oh. all hot. She's hot for the chief, man. Yeah. Never again, Niles. You took a vow. For better or worse, Calder. For better or worse. She is grumpy. Very one-track mind. No kidding. Yipe. Alrighty, so Rita comes along and, and we're seeing <laughs> what's left of uh, Josh, although he's pulling himself together pretty quickly. Yeah. She's like, ugh. That's pretty gross. Yeah, I could have done without seeing that. He's all kind of bits and pieces. And Intestiny. Intestines that are sewing themselves back together. <laughs> He's like, it's not like your particular breed to play hard to get. I mean, that whole no means no thing wasn't for the likes of you. That wouldn't be an issue. Me, I never was much for those kinds of games. Bat an eye at me, and I'm more likely to think you've got something in it. That'd be the doctor in me. I guess some people get off on those kinds of things. Lord knows you've got it down to an art form. Me... I prefer the direct approach. And uh, he gets the, he starts to get this great big tidal wave swooshing over the island. Which, as far <laughs> as we know, is a brand new power for him. But hey, we'll, we'll roll with it. That's right. <laughs> His name is Tempest, I guess. You know. Yeah. Zombie Tempest could uh, He's, have better powers. Yeah, maybe he got a power upgrade. Maybe he, yeah. Yeah. Got the black ring via... Aquaman? Aquaman, yeah. Dead, dead Aquaman. <laughs> They're working together or something. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's uh he's got this great big wave, it's going over the island, it kinda splishes over Rita, knocks her off her feet for a little bit. Yeah. And then we flash back to Larry and Cliff who are still battling it out with zombie Cliff. <laughs> dead, dead. That's right. He's like, Call off your dolly trainer, it's really beginning to get on my nerves. And uh Larry's like, just for the record, this is nothing like the movies. Presumably <laughs> <laughs> talking about fighting zombies. That's really, he's a, he's a fan of the zombie movie. Cliff's a, he's having none of it. He's like, stuff it. I've been up against one of these ring slingers before, and if there's one thing I've learned, it's that the power ain't in the man, it's in the ring, and he just snaps the ring off the finger and uh, gives it a little crunch. And they seem to think that was it. Larry seems to think, well, there you go. It's all done. And and uh, Cliff is like, no, that was too easy. <laughs> and Larry's like, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I love this next page. It's got like almost an expression. You can almost see the expression on Larry's face kind of hidden under the bandits. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Thing. Justiniano, he's doing a damn good job of that. Uh, yeah, just from like the lines of the bandage and a, a little bit of a shadow there. It's yep. You can totally see what Larry's thinking and saying and doing there. Anyway, Cliff is, damn it all, trainer, focus. Took a double dose of negative energy to take out the other one. That puts me one up on you. <laughs> Jeez, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got the ring. He's holding the ring. He didn't really get a chance to squish it, and it's it's starting to do its little flip, flip, flip thing, and it starts putting to read. Back together. Yeah, it's putting itself right back together, right in Cliff's hand. And uh, that's just what he says. It's growing itself a new body. And it uh, jumps out of Cliff's hands and uh, starts right back up where they left off. <laughs> Not smart, Tin Man. <laughs> Except for, we get interrupted by a giant tidal wave. That's right, it comes whooshing in with a big crunch and crunch and squish and 
we got the tidal wave going. We got Arani walking through the waves, steaming it all up, and and in the middle of it, in comes <laughs> Cliff and Lederhosen guy floating on this little bubble. <laughs> That's right. Well, this can't be good. <laughs> nope, nope, it can't. That's right. We flash over to the Oolong Island Science it's Station headquarters there, where we get to meet. Some characters who will, I guess, become recurring characters, whether they have... I think they've probably been given names. Some of them have, anyway. So uh, they're just kind of giving us updates about what's happening all over the island. We get to meet the... Is that the security squad leader, the chick with the X scratched on her head? Yes. I think so. And I don't think we've been given her name yet, but it's coming, maybe. In well, it says Blanca here, so that's her name. Oh, what? Blanca? Oh, yes, Deep Breaths Blanca. There you go. There you go. Blanca has got a name. <laughs> and the guy she's talking to is, is uh, I think, Dr. IQ. IQ, yeah. Yeah, Professor, what's his name? IQ. Yeah, yeah. An old enemy of Hawkman, I think. I think Hawkman, I think Justice, Hawkman League, and Justice like that, yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. He's been uh, hanging out on Oolong Island since, I don't know, 52 or whenever he, whenever yeah. they collected all the... Uh, Mad scientist. The mad scientist. He's uh, he's one of the mad scientists that we've met and that who gets a name and who kind of pops up here and there throughout the uh, throughout the issues. So, yeah, he's telling uh, Blanca to calm down and don't worry. Chief's pretty. Uh, he's got a good intellect. You can't keep a superior intellect down. And she's like, well, then maybe you should be the one who calls Kale, the uh, the president, and tell her. And uh, he says, tell her that her decision to grant refuge to Calder in his freak show was ill-advised. I think I'll pass. <laughs> and she's like, Quibby. Coward. That's right. I think I'd, or we'd best be served, getting the primary targets of the island, or of the attack, off the island. Patch me through to the robots, communicate. Ooh, and then uh, then uh, there's a little call coming through from Chief that interrupts that, that thought. And... Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> That's right. He's like, Niles, this is you? <laughs> He's like, Quimby, thank God. You're aware of the situation. No, Niles. I'm a complete imbecile. <laughs> Be that as it may. <laughs> Please tell me the delivery system is still operable. So clearly Chief has some sort of plan in place or is putting a plan together anyway. We uh, get to catch up with Rita for a minute. She's climbing over the uh, <laughs> squashed bushes and trees and buildings. She's like, this is wrong. I'm going about this all wrong. I'm thinking with my fists. People are dying because of me, because that thing wants me. Instead, i got to go find Cliff and Larry. And I kicked up enough of a ruckus to bring them running, unless... And then she realizes, oh, there's got to be more than just the one zombie. So there, she realizes at that point that they're also involved in the, in the zombie fest. So she goes to the classic throw a dirt clod in his eye, which at her size is, you know, a boulder. That's right. She gets up out of the water, and he's like, that's not so much fun without a t-shirt, is it? <laughs> he's like, call about the wet t-shirt contest. He's doing the big sexist thing. Like, well, that's what, that's what the black ladies do, right? They just that's right. say things to push your buttons. That's right. And that's one of her particular buttons. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, she throws the boulder at him and then runs off to be with her team. She's like, be okay, guys. Please be okay. Which was kind of cool. We're starting to see that even though the first couple of issues they were 
a little cold, a little reserved. We, they're still, underneath all that, they're still, they're concerned. They're, they're family. Well, the three of them are family. Yeah, for sure. Those three, absolutely. And so she goes running off to meet them, and, and she'll come up soon. Uh, we go back to Cliff and Larry, and uh, they're still going at it. <laughs> Would have killed you to sound off and spoil the surprise. How's our playmate, says Larry. And uh, sure enough, it's Zombie Cliff, and he's putting himself back together, even though he's been impaled by a tree and <laughs> doing all the stuff that uh, that he does to get himself better. And Cliff is like, we're not out of the woods yet. I got a bad feeling this just ain't going to end well. And then the chief patches himself through on uh, Cliff's little headset there, and he's like, when have you ever felt differently? Mm -hmm. And the chief asks if Larry and Rita are with you, and he says, well, Larry's here. And he's like, chief, chief is like, well, that's not going to do. What do you mean that won't? The chief says, you need to get to the hangar deck. The so-called science squad, <laughs> I love how he's saying that in quotes, is deploying a portal bastardized boom tech tube, or boom tube tech. And uh, Cliff isn't sure that he likes the sound of that, but uh, chief just says, well, maybe you'd rather just dither around and watch more people die. Sure enough, that's when Arani comes in, all flamey, and she's like, you mummified misfit, where is he? Where have you hidden him? And that's when Rita comes back and does Brings a great hammer down. <laughs> Squashes. <laughs> Brings the fist right down on Arani. And Cliff, very, you know, very matter-of-factly, it's, it's okay, we found Rita, kind of. <laughs> we know where her fist is anyway. <laughs> the Black Lantern says, uh, Chief, the what? You've got to get them off the island. You've got to draw them out. Make them focus on you. <laughs> Cliff's like, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. Because we got all three of them that are left just kind of zeroing in. That's right. They're all coming in there. And Chief is just like, you know what? Get to the hangar deck right now. So Chief B, or the Chief Cliff being the good little soldier, he just picks up the two of them. Picks up Larry, picks up Rita, and he's like, sorry, Rita, I know how much you hate this. There's a super jump Hulk action. <laughs> That's right. And they go flying through the air. <laughs> right. Yeah, the zombies right after that, of course. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> Excuse me. They get, uh, we get to see the uh, science squad there, and they've got this great big circular tube ready to go. Um, Just like a Stargate. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like, a Stargate, and they're like, oh, we don't want to be here when the guests of honor show up, and the scientists are saying, well, this is the best we can do on short notice, and Professor Quimby's like, well, you really mean no notice, <laughs> and uh, we look into Quimby's journal, and uh, he's saying, if it weren't for Kale's marked reluctance to approve a further development of the portal, the creation and deployment of the Four Horsemen, put lightly, did not sit well with her. I'm tempted to say that her conscience got the better of her, but that would be, or that would presuppose a conscience. Frustrating. Doesn't begin to describe. <laughs> so <laughs> he's kind of referring to uh, one of the miniseries that went on between 52 and, and yeah. this. Everything else. Yeah. I don't think it's really important other than to know that there were some bad things happening on Oolong Island and the scientists oh. took care of it. Yeah. That is right. So we've got this tube set up, this Stargate ready to go, and, and he uh, Quimby asks about the destination, and, and the scientist says, you know, we've got it keyed into a JLA distress beacon. And 
Quimby's like, excellent, excellent. And that's just when Cliff comes crashing down through. They go running towards the portal. Get clear, let him come to us. And as they go through the portal, the uh, three zombies follow them. And they get a great big boom, and off they go to their destination, Zappo. Uh, and that leaves us with a couple of scientists there. Huh, good riddance to bad rubbish. Well done, gentlemen. And I'm using that term loosely. Loath as I am to share credit where credit is due, especially when it concerns such a cold-blooded act of self-preservation. Well, well done, Dr. Calder. Doom patrol indeed. Niles. <laughs> that was a compliment. Niles. 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 And we see that Niles and Lederhosen black hole guy are just kind of hanging out in the water. Niles looks unconscious and pretty severely hurt. And when we get the little, yeah, the little next issue blurb and we, normally we see like four little pictures of the, of the main characters here. We see, um, a little IV drip and an empty roll of bandages and a little tool kit and Rita's makeup kit, and that's about it. We don't get to see the characters presuming that, leading us to think that some horrible Who fate knows has, what's happened to them? That's right. Big cliffhanger. I like the little, the little page after that, though. That's the... Yeah, the little uh, coming, coming attraction page. It's great. It's a great picture. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Coming soon. Do a comic book near you. <laughs> that's right. He made, he them, made freaks. them freaks. But could, could he make them heroes? <laughs> Witness the violence of the porcelain assassin. Fear the coming of the world gate, world raising gentrifiers. <laughs> gentrifiers? We haven't seen those yet. Uh, ooh. I don't think so. Or uh, was that the? Uh, I think those were the purple creature things that were part of. I think we've seen them. Oh, okay. I think they. Yeah, they're coming. I think they're coming. Gasp at 60 feet of murderous rage. Guys, <laughs> you squish him in there. That's right. <laughs> Stupid little hat. <laughs> and Tremble course, when pelicans attack. The very best. That we have not seen yet. <laughs> that I'm totally waiting for. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, a little things to come kind of thing. That's right. Rated E for excitement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very good. All right. Excellent. That's the end of that one. That is the end, and when next we come back to Doom Patrol, the Giffen version, we get a little spotlight on Larry Trainer, which is... Oh, such a good issue. It is cool. It knits together so many things, but we'll, we'll get there. Oh, yes. <laughs> we will get there. It's a good one. It, two it's weeks. a good one. In two weeks' time. Do, 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 do. That's right. Something to look forward to. That's right. In the meantime, next week we'll do another little Silver Age... Check in, Jam. and that's right, that's right, and then we'll be back to Modern Doom Patrol. In the meantime, oh. you can uh, catch us. You can send us an email at doompodtroll at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. You can visit us on the forums, which is at our website, doompodtroll.com. Or you can visit us in the comics forums, which is... Also, the best way to find us is actually just to hit the link on on our Doom Pod Troll website. Yes. And that'll take you right easiest. there. That's right. We've had some people kind of pop in on the uh, on the website. 
What? We have. We've had a couple of little uh, comments. One guy whose name I cannot pronounce, PBLFSDA, but he has a cool website. He's got a good... <laughs> PBLFSDA? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm sure it means something, or, oh. but I don't know how you say it. Anyway, he's got a website. Oh. He's got the... He's got a pretty cool website. It's pretty uh, in-depth there. And he he gives us a little bit of info about Bob Brown, who did lots of random covers for DC. Uh, was, let's see, what else does he say? Random covers. Uh, yeah, lots of work for the Challengers of the Unknown. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, he says both he and Bruno Primiani both worked on the Tomahawk feature before Doom Patrol. That's kind of cool. I did not know that. Oh. I may have to hunt down Tomahawk just to see some Primiani art. I'm reading something about them and uh, about how what? Uh, you can tell that Primiani was a really great artist because he did a whole book that was nothing but horses. <laughs> and if you ask any comic book artist what's the, one of the crappiest things to draw, it's horses. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're so hard to make look right. Yeah, and in uh, the Tomahawk feature, you would totally have a ton of, oh, yeah. ton of horses. Nothing but horses. That's horses right. Yes. Oh, and he also says, Scott... You are what? making sexist comments for no reason, so quit it or I'll tell your mom. What? <laughs> See, I last week. <laughs> there you go. Last week you asked for you asked for someone to oh, call I you did. out. I did ask for that. There you I? go. He totally called you out. There you go. You got to go. Apologize to your mom. <laughs> All righty. I think that's it for this week. Oh, you know what? The other thing. That what? dude told us. He told us that uh, way back we were talking about the uh, Cliff's wonky appearance in, uh, the, in, showcase the, in the showcase stuff. And he explained why – he gave a really – good, or he gave a link to his website, which explains why Cliff probably ended up looking the way he looked. Um, if – oh, I haven't got the link ready. But if I'm remembering it right um, – Joe Statton, who did that look for Cliff, the yeah. the weird robot, was also or had worked on uh, the feature E Man for yeah. some other comic thing, and within that comic, John Byrne had got started and had done had created a character called Raj Two Thousand or something, Raj Two Thousand, Raj Two Thousand One. Anyway, the designs for Raj 2000 are very, very similar to the designs that Staten would use for Robot Man. Oh. So that's kind of, I think, where it, uh, that's probably where the robot look came from. Joe Staten had seen it in, in uh, the E-Man comics that he was working on and just kind of borrowed the design when he was creating his own robot for Robot Man there. Neat. Neat, neat, neat. There you go. That's right. There's a link on our website if you if you need more information. Because <laughs> LPFBSDO DO DO does a much better <laughs> explanation than I just did. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week, gang. We will see you next week. Yay! Catch Bye. you later. <laughs> <laughs>